Pa 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 poker face. Pa pa poker face. <laughs> Clearly, I am not Lady Gaga. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Welcome back to the Pure Doula podcast, where we chat all things home birth, hot takes, business, and more. I'm your host, Catherine, the Pure Doula. On this week's episode, I ramble a bit about the game of poker (laughs) and how it relates to being pregnant and birthing within the medical system. Um, I kind of go into detail about little things when it comes to playing poker and really how it's kind of the same if you choose to birth within the system. I know some of us choose to or we don't have a choice but to, but we still want to have a natural birth. Sorry, I'm like out of breath. (laughs) I have a little bit of a cold and I just like was running up and down the stairs. Goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) um so this episode was really fun for me because I just love the game of poker I think it's such a fun game to play and I love birth duh (laughs) so I really hope you enjoy it let's doula this Okay, so why am I singing Poker Face (laughs) on a birth podcast? I know, it sounds weird. But anyway, I promise it makes sense. So, like, my brain, it's hard to shut off. I'm always thinking. Like, I'm an overthinker, overanalyzer, like, to the T. And as a doula as a fearless birth coach, as a mom, as a woman, and just as the rebel that I've always been. I've always seen the systems that are put in place to control us (laughs) as like playing a game, right? Like I, I was really good in school. I never went to college because I hated school, but I was really good at it. Like it was just so annoying because it was so easy like I was in all like honors classes and like always like A's across the board um whatever but it was like I hated school because it was just like I saw right through it it was a game to me it was just so easy to manipulate like I manipulated every single teacher I had (laughs) whether they knew it or not um I just saw that it was a game. I saw the way it had to be approached. I didn't think it was challenging. I didn't think it was really, like, I did learn some stuff, of course. But I didn't think it was, like, truly, like, educational or, like, good for humans. I don't know. It just, like, boxes everyone in, whatever, whatever. I don't agree with it. I think it's just, like, school's just, like, trash, especially nowadays. Um, so why, that's why we like to homeschool, but (laughs) so yeah, so like even from a young age, I saw that was a game and I mean like young, like I went to Catholic school from first to eighth grade and within those eight years, I even saw right through it. Like I saw 
right through it. I saw what they needed to hear, what I needed to say, how I needed to perform on tests, like all this stuff. And it was just a joke. Like, I was like, this is crazy. And what's funny (laughs) is in fourth grade, I actually was asked by Johns Hopkins University to take the SATs. It was like me and like two other students were asked to take them. Um, and they were like total nerds, you know, and I was just there like, like, this is a joke. (laughs) Like I could, I could go to college right now and like play this game too, like whatever. And I always knew like college just wasn't for me, you know, like again, no shame, do you, whatever. But like, I don't know. I just see through these and I see these systems just being set up obviously for a reason um but also you know we don't because we don't agree with them we can figure out how to play them everything can be played played like a game so why I'm like talking about this and was talking about poker is because I was I always tell my clients who choose to birth within the system, who choose the COBs or midwives, you know, and have hospital births. Like, I tell them, this is a game. You cannot be honest with these people because they don't understand it, you know, because obviously the clients I take on want natural, hands-off, undisturbed, unmedicated vaginal births. They don't want, like, all these tests done during pregnancy. They They don't want, like, mad ultrasounds like they want to just be as natural as possible but they're choosing to birth in the system for whatever reason that's fine I birthed in the hospital I figured the game out I got you (laughs) so that's why I tell them like it's a game like I know it's hard because you want to be like but I'm choosing this because x y and z and we would think because these people in the system who are supposed to be highly educated and admired and put on these pedestals should understand, but they don't, they never will. So the game that I compare it to is poker. Now, I don't know if anyone is familiar with poker, plays poker. I've always loved poker. I don't claim to be the best at poker by any means, but I've always enjoyed poker since I was like, a child, like 10 years old, my dad and my uncles, they all would play card games. They would all play po- different versions of poker. And um, I loved it. So they would teach me, teach me how to play. And I would play with them. And I enjoyed it so much because it just was like everything else. It was like how it was like going to school, playing these systems, you know. Now, If you're not familiar with poker, um, sorry, I was just having a brain fart. If you're not familiar with the game poker, there's kind of a lot that goes in it, right? So, like, this is one of those games in a casino where you're not playing the house, okay? So, you always hear, like, oh, the house always wins, you know, when it comes to blackjack or craps or whatever. The game poker, you're playing other people, Okay, so you're literally playing them. So you're playing them in the game and you're playing them as the people that they are. So like, what do I mean? So to be successful in poker, 
you cannot show emotion. Like, you can't. I mean, you can if you use it in ways to, like, bluff people. Um, But then people, your opponents will pick up on, like, your tics or your traits and put two and two together on when you're, like, bluffing and when you're not. So you really shouldn't show emotion. You know, they call this a poker face. Like, you can't read my poker face. You can't read what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. You can't read what I'm, what cards I'm looking at. You know, if I'm looking at a crappy hand or if I'm looking at a winning hand, you're not, you can't, you don't know what's going on, right? My poker face. So you also need to be familiar with the cards and the game to be successful. You need to know every possible winning hand. You need to know how to play. Otherwise, you're just going to lose all your money and be out. People are going to figure out that you don't know what you're doing. They're going to raise bets on you to get you out. So you have to know how to win the game with the hands that you're dealt or with what hands win, you know, whether you have a pair, a three of a kind, a king high, an ace high, a full house, whatever. You also have to know the odds of your opponent's cards. So counting cards, you know, it's frowned upon. (laughs) It's difficult, you know, depending on how many decks are used in the game. But if you can kind of like keep track somehow, you know, of like what's coming out, what's coming out, what's coming out, you know, maybe they have this, maybe they have that. Um, and just kind of think like you're doing a lot in your mind without showing it on your face. Okay. Stick with me. I promise this ties into birth. (laughs) So you're also going to let your opponents believe one thing while you actually are planning to do another. So maybe you're letting your opponents believe that you have a crappy hand and you're probably just going to fold, right? But when it comes around to being your turn on, you know, calling the bet or raising the bet, you raise that bet and they're like, whoa, (laughs) what is she doing? This one's really, really important. So you know your opponents, you studied your opponents, you know how your opponents think, you know how they move, you know what they expect. So say you're playing against two other people, opponent A, right? Maybe they have a tick, they might wink or something, or make some kind of facial expression when they have a good hand. And after playing a round or two, a couple rounds, you figure that out. So you know what to look for and you know what to expect with that person. Maybe opponent B uh, breathes a little heavier when they have a bad hand. Maybe their breathing increases, something like that. Now you know how they think. You know what they're thinking, what they're moving, what what their move is going to be. You know how to read them. You know how they operate. 
so you know what to do next, right? I'm sure you've heard of bluffing. So you bluff when you need to bluff. Bluffing's like when you, um, you know, when you make them believe and think you have, you have the best hand. Maybe you have two aces, right? You were dealt two aces. There's an ace showing. So you got three of a kind, you know, something nice like that where you're like, yeah, baby, I got the best hand. Like I'm going all in all this stuff. Or you're bluffing where, like, you make them think that you have those two aces, but you have two twos. You don't have such a high hand. So you're making them think that you have them two aces, right? That's the bluff. You're making them think that, but you really don't. You have, like, nothing. But they're falling for it. They're falling for your bluff. So they're going to fold and you win. In the game of poker, you're also going to fold when you need to fold. Not You don't play every hand. You play every hand, you know, you could lose a lot. It's like that song, like, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. <laughs> um, you got to know when to fold. And that's okay. That's really okay. So, like, what am I talking about? Why am I going on and on about poker? And what does this have to do with being pregnant and giving birth in the medical system. So I'm going to take it back, right? Um, your poker face. So we talked about your poker face when you're playing the game of poker. You're in control of your emotions. Excuse me. Of fears. Of worry. Of excitement even. So now you're pregnant. You're going to see your OB. You're going, or you're maybe you're in labor. You're birthing, or you're pregnant and birthing within the medical system. So you have your emotions under control, especially the fear. The fear in you cannot exist in a hospital birth, not even during your pregnancy. The system uses scare tactics, whether they do it consciously or subconsciously. If they sense fear, they're going to jump on it, see that you're vulnerable push what they want to push, try to get you to agree to what they want to, what they want to do, etc., etc. It gives power to the medical system. Fear is energy. Energy is a current current currency, right? You're doing an exchange, you're exchanging fear for their power. And they're going to do what they want when it comes to your birth or your pregnancy checkups and not honor your birth plan. Okay, what else? So I said you need to know every possible winning hand. You need to know the odds of your opponent's cards. Now, knowing every possible winning hand equates to knowing every risk and benefit. So this is like being informed, making an informed decision. You know the ins and outs of every single thing that they do in pregnancy checkups and in hospital births. So you don't have to rely on them to properly inform you because they your OB and your midwife they really don't they're not they're never going to give you the risks when you ask they're, they might say one oh well you know blah 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 there's this side effect that might affect blah 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 they're not going to give you all the risks and it doesn't matter because you're going to already know you already know you're just going in there and going through the motions you're playing the game right 
you're informed, you don't have to rely on them. So let's see. I also mentioned that you let your opponents believe one thing while you're actually planning to do another. This is a major one when birthing in the systems, especially for women who don't want to be induced, who don't, who want to do a VBAC, um, who don't want to, you know, do a scheduled C-section, which kind of goes hand in hand with VBACs. So maybe you let your OB or your midwife believe that you're going to show up for this quote unquote necessary induction that they have scheduled two weeks from now. So necessary, right? (laughs) But you won't, but you don't show up because you don't have to show up. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. Like, you're not going to go to jail for not showing up for your your induction. Oops, I forgot. Oops, I had a family emergency. Oops, I wasn't feeling well. Oops, I had to leave town for X, Y, and Z. Like, whatever. Same thing with the VBAC. You don't have to show up to a scheduled C-section. If if you can't, like, fully deny that you want to schedule one because some providers they're really pushy with that I have supported women who have had v-backs and they just had to play the game like I'm not showing up I'm just not going and you just show up to the hospital when you're in labor (laughs) like it's just that simple you know um let me see oh so I said how you know your opponents like how they think how they move all that it's the same thing guys You know your OB, you know your midwife, you know that they only see birth a certain way. They only see pregnancy a certain way. There is no convincing them, none. They see it as they have to quote unquote treat pregnancy, treat labor and birth. They have to deliver your baby. They don't understand how true birth functions best how being undisturbed is best. They don't understand that. They're never going to understand it. Maybe there's a gem hidden somewhere here and there where this unicorn of an OB or midwife gets it. But for the most part, it's just like talking to a wall. It's not worth your energy. It's not worth your emotions. It's not worth any of that. You get it. You know. You see them. And you just move accordingly. Um, what else? Oh, bluffing or folding. So you bluff or fold. Okay. Maybe you bluff by just smiling and nodding to, you know, end the pointless conversation of them telling you, oh, well, you know, you can't go past 40 weeks because nothing good happens after 40 weeks. Like, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) But you're bluffing because you know, that's cap, you know, like 40 weeks is an estimate no one knows when you're truly due and what they're saying is is just cap like you you get it you know maybe you fold when you agree to just play the game you know you're folding your hand when you just realize that you can't have these conversations with them of what true birth is like. So you're just playing the game. You're just moving accordingly. The system is set up this way. So we have to move accordingly. You know, if you want to have a true birth in a hospital, 
this is what you have to do 99% of the time. And this isn't medical advice. Nobody come for me. (laughs) I'm just spitting my thoughts. (laughs) But yeah, this is why I say like these systems, you know, it's just like playing a game. So I think poker was really like the comparison that kind of helped people like get it. Um, so I hope that this clicks with you because I don't know it to me, it just makes sense. <laughs> you just got to move accordingly and play the game and don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> I truly pray that this helps whoever needs it. If you're in need of any kind of doula support, please reach out to me on Instagram or hit my website up. It's linked in the description below. I want to thank you guys, the listeners, for sticking with me and riding with me. It's been so much fun. I love doing this. I love interacting with you all. If you enjoy this episode, please give this podcast five stars. Tell me what you think. Share it to your Instagram story. Tag me in your stories. Let's become besties. Yeah, bless.